Yeah, so hi, I'm Brian. I'm part of evening service here. I've uh, been here about 10 years. Uh, we've been going through a series. Its uh, main series is Bible Overview, but occasionally there's a gap, and we've been going through a mini-series called Five Marks of Mission. And um, one, the fifth one, which is Treasure, is about um, creation care. In Genesis, we see a simple account of how God made the world. In six days, or six stages of time, God made the different aspects of the world and brought them together. Genesis focuses on God the Father speaking creation into being. An awesome creator God, effortlessly, but carefully and lovingly, creating the world in all its beauty, complexity, diversity, and interconnectedness. Spending dedicated time creating a very good world full of very good things. A world where he creates a multitude of living things and he creates a good environment for the resources for them in which to live and thrive. In the creation account of Genesis, God the Father takes centre stage. But in verse 2, we hear of the Spirit of God hovering over the waters. In Hebrew, the word for spirit is ruach which means breath, spirit, and wind. It is an invisible, animating energy, like when we breathe in and breathe out, or when we see trees and plants blowing in the wind. There is a power which is invisible, but it is animating and full of life. In Greek, the word for spirit is pneuma, where we get the words such as pneumatic and pneumonia, both with connotations of air, breathing, and power. The Holy Spirit, then, is about movement, power, and energy, and is dynamic and life-giving. The Holy Spirit is the dynamic energy of the life and being of the triune God, and is the one in the Trinity who brings into the present what will be made full reality in the life to come. As the giver of life, the Holy Spirit is the one who makes life a possibility, including new life forms and new stars in the cosmos. It has been estimated that around 18,000 new species are discovered each year. As they build better equipment, stargazers continue to discover new stars, planets and galaxies as they explore the vast universe, a universe that is constantly expanding, where new stars are continually being born. The Spirit was involved in the creation of a vast world and is creating still. As a giver of life, the Spirit can be said to sustain creation in being and also enable new life. This giving of life includes the evolution of new life forms, as well as the spark of life which comes with every creature's conception. The spirit is the power and energy of the universe, which is expanding and developing even after billions of years. The spirit is a giver of life to all creatures, since all creation is precious to God. Nothing exists without his knowledge and care. 
That knowledge and care is a reason things continue to exist. If God were to withdraw his power, the life of a universe would suddenly cease. In John 1, we hear about Jesus breaking into the world. John 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Jesus comes into the world in the New Testament. But looking back into the Old Testament, we see signposts of him in many places. In the creation account, we hear God in conversation as he creates. We hear him using we and us statements, and we hear him saying, let us make man in our own image. He uses plural statements. God was not alone as he created. In John, we learn that Jesus was with God, the Father, during creation and was involved in the creating. In the Trinity, God is community and he created the world in community. God created man and woman in his image and set them in Eden, a place of abundance and beauty. He said it was not good for man to be alone and made humans to live in community with each other. God visited them in the garden every day and he lived in community with them. He gave them the role of stewards to look after the world which he created and to look after his creatures. The fall came, and humans were expelled from Eden. Humans still live in the world, and are stewards of the world. But humanity has a long history of failing in their role of, of stewards. We live in the now, and not yet. We are still given the responsibility of caring for a world which is very good, but which at the same time has been exploited and has been polluted and which is still being exploited and which is still being polluted. One day there will be a new heaven and a new earth, but we do not know if that will happen tomorrow or in a million years. In the meantime, we are still stewards of the earth. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus expands the idea of who our neighbour is. Our neighbour is not just our friends and family and the people we live next door. It is a person we come across who is in need. It is a person whose life we can affect. The world's climate system is in interconnected. The lifestyle or industry of one country can cause negative effects for people on the other side of the world. Rubbish or sewage dumped in one part of the ocean can end up damaging communities and sea and animal life in another part of the world. 
Your neighbour may not necessarily be geographic. You may have neighbours in time, as actions in your lifetime can have effects for future generations who will live on this earth. So we have a choice on how to live. How can we live lightly on this earth so that we can cause as little damage as possible during our lifetimes? What things can we do to have a positive impact on this earth? God created a world in community. We can steward in community by being part of community gardens, stewardship programs, joining campaigns, volunteering for nature reserves, and being parts of groups. Arosha is a Christian organisation who operates a number of projects and groups and provide education. Green Christian is a community of Christians who work to care for creation through prayer, living simply, public witness, campaigning, and mutual encouragement. I live here in Peckham, and there are good things about living in the inner city of London. There's so much on our doorstep. There's public transport 24-7. There's so much to do. But there's part of me that needs to spend time in green spaces. I visit the local parks as much as possible, and I like to go walking or sit on the grass with a book. I travel down to Cornwall as much as possible to visit my family and spend time in the country, in fields, and by the water. Last year, I spent a week at a retreat centre in West Wales called Fowler Brennan. I went having had a very busy couple of years and a very busy period just before, and I needed refreshment. The place was in the middle of nowhere. It was 360 degrees of landscape with hills and valleys and mountains. I spent much time walking. I spent much time praying. In the peace and quiet and in the surrounding beauty, I heard God more clearly. I heard my inner thoughts and feelings more clearly. Life slowed down and my soul was refreshed. With the beautiful surroundings, I couldn't help but remember the Psalms. A number of the Psalms are prayers of praise which marvel at God's creation like Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the end of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. Or Psalm 8, which both speaks of God's creation and also our role as stewards. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens through the praise of children and infants. You have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, 
for works of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honour. You made them rulers over works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. At the retreat centre, I found myself waking up early, getting outside and watching the sunrise and found joy as the sun slowly rose above the horizon. It was a magnificent and beautiful event which was repeated every day. It was just like the sun we just read, where the sun awakes like a bridegroom and goes across the sky. I also found peace as I sat outside as I sat outside, as the sun was setting in the evening, and watched a beautiful sky and landscape change colour. And even after then, I'd go to Burgess Park and sit on the hill when it's getting late, and I'd just sit on the hill and watch the sunset. In Japan, there's a word called Shinrin Yoku, which means forest bathing. It is a concept of spending time in a forest for your well-being. Reported benefits include reduced blood pressure, reduced, a decreased stress, improved mood, and increase in creativity. It is also reported to boost your immune system due to plants and trees emitting active substances called phytoncides, which we breathe in when we spend time in the forest. These have been proven in studies to enhance the activity of natural killer cells that help our bodies to fight disease. Even a view of nature has benefits. Studies have shown that hospital patients who have a natural view from a window recover faster. We were made for natural environments, and our physiologies and our souls still seek green spaces. They still seek Eden. The Ramblers Association recognises benefits of walking for physical health and for mental health. They run walking groups for everyone, including those recovering from illness or looking to improve their health or seek community. At the same time, they campaign for access to green spaces and for protection of footpaths and walking routes and green areas. Community gardens are also a great way to spend time in green spaces and to practice stewardship. I was involved in, in a community garden for several years. It was a roof garden in the middle of a council estate in Battersea. I was part of a team who transformed the garden from an overgrown, neglected area, which had been closed for many years, to an organised and pretty space where people could come to relax or to grow fruit and veg and to, and to enjoy community. After a busy week in the office, it was refreshing and uplifting to spend time in the fresh air and to get my hands dirty. Soil contains a bacteria that is absor absorbed through the skin of the fingers and palms when gardening. 
triggering the release of serotonin in the brain. Serotonin is a natural antidepressant and mood lifter, and it strengthens the immune system and provides a general sense of well-being. It's like our bodies are meant to spend time outside and that they are meant to steward the earth. When someone you love loves something, you find yourself loving the thing they love. Partly because you love them, but also because over time you get to see why they love something. You see their passion for the thing they love. You also get to see through their eyes how they see the thing they love, and you get to see the beauty of it. The creation account and some of the Psalms let you see how God loves the world and all that is in it, how he loves his creation and how he is committed to it. I find the more I read and meditate on these pieces of scripture, I love the world more and my eyes are open to the beauty that is around me. His heart for something affects my heart and his, his heart for something inspires mine. I think that loving something helps you want to look after it more. I find I love the natural world the more I spend time in it. The more time I spend in the country, in green spaces, in parks and gardens, or just generally outside, the more I love the world and the environment, and the more I notice little things that I wouldn't normally notice, such as a beautiful flower, an interesting tree or a butterfly. I found that an advantage to a pandemic was that I, I had so much more time to spend in the garden or to walk in the park. I had more time to go slow and notice and enjoy. In fact, during lockdown, when everyone in the world slowed down, the earth thrived. As the, as the skies became clearer, waters became cleaner, and birdsong could be heard more clearly. So what are the things you can think about and put into action? One thing is to read God's word and see God's heart for the world. The Psalms are a good place for this, but God's heart for the world can be found in many places in the Bible. Another thing is, is to spend outside, time outside and enjoy God's creation. And retreats are great because they get you out in the country and there's no distractions. Another thing is to educate yourself regarding environmental matters and put things into action and incorporate them into your lifestyle. Um, Google's your friends here. There's so much information you can get online, but you need to perhaps get different sources to see what's correct. Um, there are so many environmental groups that have resources and information. Green Christian and Arusha are environmental groups who have their Christian faith at their core. They also have resources for churches. Joining groups or projects means that you can travel this journey with other people in community. And there's also accountability and, yeah, just being with people and with people with the same interest. It's like sharp iron sharpens iron. It inspires you.